You're listening to the One Small Bite Podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is your host, David Orozco, with the One Small Bite Podcast, episode number 30. How does One Small Bite work? So I wanted to do a little bit of a review here. I've been getting some really good feedback from our fellow listeners. And one comment was, David, you know, I I hear some of your shows and um, you've got some great content. I love some of the interviews with some of the experts that you have on. But how does uh, One Small Bite apply? How do, how do I take some of that information? And I thought, oh, you know what? That's a great idea. So I decided... This is my 30th episode, and you know, it's a pretty big milestone in podcasting world, so I thought I'd take this time to talk a little bit about some of those episodes, bring some of them back, and offer you some guidance or some ideas of how to apply one small bite. So, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that, like always, my show is brought to you by my private practice, tdwellness.com. If you go to my website, tdwellness.com, click on Contact Us, feel free to leave me a note, a message, um, and let me know what you want to hear, what topics, what areas you are interested in. Also know that We provide, of course, nutrition consults, and most insurance plans are probably going to cover, especially now, virtual consults. Pretty cool, pretty neat, so hit me up, let me know what you think. Again, that's tdwellness.com, and you know what, if you just want, again, leave me a review, leave me a thought, or you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review as well. All right, so let me go back a little bit. Um, I think that I'll start with episode five. That was a a pretty nice episode. That was uh, non-judgmental accountability uh, with my guest Tom Kish, founder of 8app, the app for food journaling. I thought it was an excellent app, uh, excuse me, episode because I love the app. I use the app in my practice on a regular basis. The the food journal, the 8 app, is really neat. It's three clicks. One, two, three. You uh, tap the app to open it. You take a picture of whatever it is that you're eating, and then you tap whether you're on track or off track, and that's it. Now, you can do more. There are some questions that you can answer, like, how was the meal? Who did you eat with? Was it satisfying? And that really helps us become more accountable. So the takeaway there is to journal. That's one small thing you can do on a regular basis. I see this with a lot of people that I work with. Journaling really helps you pay attention to what is going on in your diet, what's going on in your health. 
You know, it's also interesting because when you food journal, know that eating is not in isolation. We are doing things. We're working, we're socializing, we're um, looking at our social media feeds, we are watching TV. Um, but notice how there are things that are happening throughout the day. So that is a great way, food journaling that is, it's a great way to capture an image of your life, of what's going on. And oftentimes what I tell people when it comes to journaling, pay attention because you'll be surprised to see some of the patterns, some of the obvious patterns that are there that aren't so obvious when we're living in this autopilot world where it's one, two, three, go, go, go. So this is one of the reasons why I love that episode, episode number five. But the one small bite there, start journaling. Write down what you're eating. You don't have to use the app. You can just do pen and paper. Write down what you're eating. And you know what? Put a little comment of how you're feeling around those meals. Because you capture that emotional state. That's also really impactful. And if that's all you do, and all you have to do it is three or four days a week. You don't have to do it every single day. You'll start being more conscious, more aware of what changes you do need to make. Man, it's a huge difference there. That's why one small bite is tiny, but man, it is mighty. So there's one small bite there. Episode number nine, Food and Fitness After 50 with my mentor, Dr. Christine Rosenblum. That was a great episode. I'm 51, I'm, excuse me, I'm 50. I will turn 51 in July. And it's pretty interesting because I think there's a lot of great nuggets of wisdom in that. But one that really struck me is that it's never too late to start eating healthy. So if that's the one thing that you do, well, then go for it. If that means, you know what, adding a fruit or a vegetable or both at one meal every day or three or four times a week, that's a great start. And let that build momentum. Let that create the change that you want. Let that inspire you to make another meal that's healthier or go out and order something a little bit healthier. Why? Because you are putting yourself first. It's a prioritization. It doesn't matter if it happens at 20, at 40, or at 60. I think it's awesome. I think it's great that you just start with something simple like that. I'm telling you, over time, this has been the recipe that works with every single person that I've either worked with or that I know. When they find something that works, stick with it, get better at it, and then from there, you can start seeing the momentum, how it leads to other things that make you feel better, it might help you think better, you might have better digestion. So one small thing that you can do, you can get started. And if you had a bad meal last night, so what? Today's a new day. Start over. Let's go for that. Episode number 13 is probably one of my favorite episodes. This is with my mentor and good friend, Evelyn Trivoli, co-author of the book, Intuitive Eating. That episode is Eat What You Want, Eat What You Need. I think it's really, really impactful, the power of intuitive eating, of eating in relationship to what you value, what your body is telling you, how you feel. That's so important. That's such a great, great a habit to start. So maybe it means for you just paying attention to while you are eating and how you feel. Understanding what it means to be satisfied, understanding how it feels to be actually full or content. Um, pay attention to your hunger maybe. So there's a, a lot of great ways of 
picking up intuitive eating throughout your day, it doesn't also mean eating. Intuition also means interceptive awareness, being aware of what your physiological as well as your emotional signals are telling you. Another one was episode 18 with my really good friend, Kate Scarlotta, registered dietitian as well. Stomach problems no more. Yeah, that one was pretty impactful because it really is about finding someone that can help you. A lot of people suffer through gut issues and they suffer alone. It's not necessary. There's a lot of dietitians out there like myself that can help us through some of those gut challenges. I know sometimes I deal with them. Heartburn and IBS and bowel issues, constipation, diarrhea. You know, work with a dietitian. That may be the one small bite. It's one small thing that you do that's putting you in priority. And what's really important about that is that it screams volumes. When you're doing something for yourself, it says more than what you say about yourself because it's your subconscious that's speaking there, and that's really, really important. Another episode is episode number 27, the one on snacking. Especially now during this pandemic, snacking is definitely a problem. One of the things that I talk about in regards to snacking and over-snacking is this phenomenon of boredom. You know, when we're at home with quarantine or there's less to do, we find ourselves a little bit bored maybe. Maybe we're procrastinating from doing something or maybe it's a loneliness issue. You know, this was in episode number 29 with my co-host and friend Patrick Bryant, therapist, licensed social clinical worker, um, and excuse me, licensed clinical social worker. I always get that confused. But you know, Patrick brings up a really good point. You know, loneliness can manifest itself in other forms such as boredom, frustration, agitation, anxiety. And those forms of stressors actually increase cortisol levels in our body. So maybe that one small bite for you is paying attention. It is sitting with what you are feeling and knowing that you will get through it and move through it. Sometimes it's in a matter of what we mean by moving through it, a matter of just sitting there with it and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So just like snacking in episode number 27, where I talk about be with it for a minute, and after about 10 minutes, you'll probably notice that you might not be that hungry anymore. Whatever it is, that one small bite means that you build on previous actions. The more repetitive you are about doing something, the, re- the greater it becomes more automatic. This is what one small bite is really about. When I talk about chop the diet mentality, what I'm talking about is you don't need a complicated meal plan Um, super low-fat or low-carb or high-protein, high-fat diet or stop eating and fast at a certain time or maybe you should drink certain liquids or detoxify. No, it's got to be a lot simpler because like I've mentioned in episode number three about, uh, or episode number two, excuse me, about chopping that diet mentality. What I'm talking about there is Start with something simple. You know, I have 
many people that I've worked with that will tell me, you know, David, I just started drinking more water like I used to, and it just got me to help focus on getting a better breakfast or preparing my lunch. Another client, all he did was start walking three times a week in the morning. Another client was um, not eating in the sofa when she got home from work. But all they did was focus on that one thing. I had another client just the other day who told me, yeah, you know what? I haven't been drinking sugary beverages for oh over now three months, and I've lost about 15 pounds. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. That's all she did was really just focus on that. Now, don't get me wrong. There are other things that I know we need to fix. We need to change. We need to improve. But when you focus on that one small change and you get really, really good at it, it just reminds me of how powerful that is. It reminds me of the saying from Bruce Lee, I rather fight the man who has kicked 10,000 times than fight the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times because you know that that guy, when that kick, it is lethal. (laughs) So think about it. If you get good at just making breakfast, and man, that starts your day, that helps regulate your hormones, insulin, blood sugar levels, you have a balanced diet most days out of the week, man, you're starting out your day on the fly. You're starting the day right. So go for that. Think about how important that is. Focus in on that one small bite, and this way you do chop the diet mentality. You fuel your body efficiently. And of course, you start nourishing your soul like we did and talked about in episode 13 with Evelyn Tribbley. So in honor of the 30th episode, I want to give you a 30-day challenge. For the next 30 days, pick one small nutrition change that you will make for yourself. For example, have a nice balanced breakfast, start off your day, or have fruit or vegetables or both with lunch, maybe have a light dinner, skip the snacking at night. Just one small thing that's in line with what your body is telling you. Pay attention to what it is that you need. This is not about a diet. This is about doing one small thing that will really spark that change and it'll give you momentum. Just like Nike says, just do it, be persistent, rock it. Hit me up at David underscore TD Wellness on Instagram or hashtag one small bite and let me know how it goes or look at me up at on Twitter at TD Wellness. All right. I can't wait to hear all the great news. Until next time, remember, chop the diet mentality, fuel your body and nourish your soul. See ya. 